and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1.com. I'm Alexis Thompson. Eric Perkins. Hey, boy, hey. Hey, girl, hey. The Perk is hanging out with Holly Roberts and me. Hey, Holly. Oh, she is on the phone right now. Yeah, yes. she's taking calls. This is she a big is, segment, oh, I know. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yeah, Jason is on vacation. He'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, we're already getting calls, already getting some really beautiful messages about Ian Punnett. And uh, we've got to start there because uh, lots of stuff happened over the break. And right before Christmas, we learned that Ian Punnett, you know, he uh, he helped start my talk. Yeah. Um, right here in the morning, you know, he helped shepherd us in and was always such a big supporter. Like you said, an OG, right? An OG. He's an OG of my talk. And for all of us who knew him and loved him, uh, just feel really blessed that we were able to know such a kind, brilliant light that Ian Punnett was. He passed away right before Christmas on December 21st. Mm. And uh, it was pretty heartbreaking. He was battling a rare liver disease. And, um, yeah, that's the battle. And so, of course, big hugs to Marjorie. Yeah. You listen to Ian and Marjorie in the morning. And, of course, their children. Of course, they call Itchy and Scratchy. And we're getting some really beautiful memories of, of Ian. Um, so if you have any, if you would like to call in and, and share, 651-641-1071. I'm sure when Jace comes back, too, we'll do some more. Um, and Colleen next week, yeah. she actually knew him even longer than, than I did because she was here when the station started as well. And I know the station at large, we're going to be doing something. Right um, to to remember Ian. I know, um, well, yeah, and I, and I ne- like I told you, I yeah. I never met no. Ian, and uh, and I didn't have that privilege, but but I know that my talk is shook because this is huge news, and, and um, so um, anxious to hear what what you've got to say about him because I know he made he might he made quite an impact on a lot of people here. Oh, he sure did. Yeah. Only sixty three years old. I think that's the other part of it too. A lot of us didn't know that he was battling this. No, he had tinnitus and some other things that kind of made him stop being on the air. You know, he moved, and he um, well, he was just in- inducted into the Kansas Association of Broadcasters um, Hall of Fame. So that was really cool. Last week, he has you know run this student run uh, radio station out in Kansas. And so there's just a bunch of things that he's done since. He's always kept really um, busy doing different things, whether it's writing books or lecturing or, you know, that that to me was always such an inspiration to see all of the other projects that he had in mind and keeping his faith and how important his family was. And, you know, he was kind of like the dad of my talk. Hmm. So I, I just remember like just times of like struggle, just figuring out like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And he would pull me aside. And, and like you were saying with your resolution of like, just like taking some time to hear someone yeah. and not just like kind of rush through it because you, you're, you have a path that you're, you know, you need to get somewhere, which of course there are times where you have to just go, sure. but he would really take the time to um, get to know you, your family, kind of what motivated you, and also, you know, try to kind of keep your eye on the prize because there were some times, at least in my career here, because I started here in 2005. I was 25 years old. I, it was really a lost time for me. And he would pull me aside and just like help kind of guide career wise what yeah. to start thinking about. Uh, he was always so giving of his time and his expertise was a great resource. And I was going back through like some emails that he'd send me and it would just be like, Hey Lex, I'm just checking in. 
you know, how are you doing? I, I, I um, got injured at one of the project down and dirties and he, he emailed just to be like, Hey, how's it going? And you know, he did that for everyone. Yeah. So just to take that time to, to check in that I just always thought was, was so sweet. And especially when Jason and I, um, Took, took over mornings he would always be such a great resource um and whenever he'd come to visit the twin cities he would organize a meetup for all of us at his hotel room so it was kind of nice too because we don't normally see each other right uh, you know because we're kind of like passing right. in the day right. you know right. with our all different time different shifts shifts and stuff yeah and so uh that was always really fun to get together and then just to catch up to see what he's doing to see what itchy and scratchy are doing and that was just really fun. Now, one of my absolute favorite memories was in the Metrodome before, of course, it, it's gone now, of course. But there was a, um, a like a media event for the movie Up. Okay. And so there was like a like a basic like lounge chair that they rigged up with with balloons, and you'd sit in the the lounge chair, and they'd lift you up to the top of the Metrodome. Oh, and wow. Jason was like, nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Marjorie's oh. like, nah, I'm not doing it. Ian's like, no, I am not doing that. And I was like, I'll do it. Okay, sure. So I get in there. They hoist me up. I'm going up. I've got a wireless mic with me. I'm going up to the top of the Metrotome. Oh, my God. And I'm looking up. I'm like, wow, this is kind of feeling a little rickety. Like, there was like a little rope that was like I clipped onto, but I was like, hmm, I don't know. Okay, well, here we are. And I'm looking up. Remember at the Metrodome, they had those big like baseball cards of like oh, Kirby yeah. Puckett. Yeah, on the and, walls. and I'm like, you know, commenting on those. I'm like, wow, look at this. this is, what a cool view this is. And all of a sudden, all the lights in the Metrodome go off. What? And everyone below me starts walking out the door. And I'm going, wait, wait a second. Where's everybody going? I'm up here. And then, you know, I start to MacGyver. Like, okay. I can like hoist my body down on this rope and it will be fine. Ian had put together this prank that oh he. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he turned all the lights off and got everyone in the Metrodome to start walking out the door. Wow. That's so, an elaborate prank. Isn't to, it? To turn off the lights of the dome? I mean, yes. that must have been like a big switch. Yeah. Or something. I, mean, I don't even know how he did it. Right. But it was just so like, oh my gosh, it was so funny and made for such fun on the air. He always knew how to do that. A broadcaster through and through. And yes, I, you know, of course, they came back, we laughed, and it was fine. And I'll probably never do that ever again in my life. But, you know, it was fun. And that's what he always brought. It was nice. It was just a, a light, caring beauty. And looks like we have some callers. Let's, let's get to them. Who should we take first? Well... We should take a break. Oh, are they are they okay? Break holding through. Yeah, you well, know. Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> well, yeah, please hold. We will get to you right away. And if you have a memory of Ian Punnett, please email the show um, or give us a call six five one six four one one zero seven one. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Happy New Year. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. I'm Alexis. We got Perk here. Hey, Perk. Good morning. Good morning, Aunt Holly. Hey. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jason's on vacation. We are remembering Ian Punnett this morning. Right before Christmas, December 21st, he passed away, 63. He was, um, oh, man, battling lung cancer. I'm not, I'm sorry, a liver cancer, a rare liver disease. And, um, oh, it's just, we're heartbroken. I, I didn't actually allow myself to even really think about it uh, during the break. And then it now just going back and seeing the email, seeing some of these memories is just really beautiful. Um, so let's just get right to it. Thank you so much for staying through the break. Who should we go to first, Holly? Let's, uh, let's go to Gail first. Okay. Good morning, Gail. Oh, yeah, I'll try to make this quick. I've okay. been a long-time listener since the get-go, just to let you know, so I've listened to them forever, Ian and Marjorie. Of course. But we were, I, Christopher Hopkins, if everyone remembers him, the makeover guy. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Of okay. course. I was, in, I was in his makeover book, so they were doing this big thing at Crave, and 107.1 was supporting something with it or whatever. So everyone was invited. Ian and Marjorie were there. I brought my daughter, and so we didn't know anybody there. <laughs> So we went and sat in this booth while we were looking at everybody, and all of a sudden, a MacGyver move from Ian came into our booth, and he didn't want to be a part of any of it. (laughs) And he spent the next 20 minutes talking to my daughter. She was eight or nine. What are you going to do? It was was so sweet. And then after 25 minutes, sweet Marjorie, who was very, very sweet, found him. Oh, amongst, so, hey! <laughs> amongst the commenters, and kindly said that she wanted to have him meet a couple people, and so and I just like I was starstruck. He was so nice to my daughter; she still remembers that, but she didn't really know who he was, but I did. Oh, that's beautiful! Yeah, focusing on the kids. Oh, thank you so much, Gail. Appreciate your call. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's just everyone. Well, that's, talk to anyone and yeah, everyone. that's what you're talking about, yeah. where it's just that, that sort of genuine accessibility uh, where he, he really took an interest in people and, and caring. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like that. That seems like the, the, pers- the pervasive sort of theme here. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to Jonathan. Jonathan. Good morning. Good Alexis. morning. Good morning hey, good morning, Holly. Thanks for calling. Uh, What's your memory of Ian Punnett? First off, um, I, my hearts and prayers go out to Marjorie and Itchy and Scratchy, and he always gave the best piece of advice. And the advice that he gave to me when I first started calling into his show was always be fun, always be entertaining, and always do your best to help other people. And so um, my heart is just broken because he was always very kind and loving. And if they want to do something nice for my talk, they should name the radio station's sound DJ booth the the Punnett sound booth or something. I don't know. But um, my, um, my memory with him is when I was calling in, when I first started calling him, when I was probably like 25, he would always say, Jonathan, have fun go with it and flow with it. And I kind of went, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And 
I started calling in about Dancing with the Stars, and we were talking about the, the, the you know, the, yeah. the, the, the glittery stuff. And, and he was so kind to me, and his family, and itchy and scratchy. And I found out they were 32 last year, and my brain went, what? And that was <laughs> yeah. weird. And um, the only thing I can say is that um, I asked him out once on a date, just out of, you know, on air, and I, he was just like, Nope. And Margie was like, Nope, Jonathan, he's mine. And it was very cute. And, <laughs> and for him, for him to take the time to go through radio and what it meant to him and what my talk meant to him, I can honestly tell you, I think really it is a loss for our community and a loss for the my talkers and the people at my talk. And what you all do there every single morning, even though the morning is still morning, <laughs> yeah. with Ian and Marjorie, it's the best of the best. And it's a, a, a true loss for our community and what you guys do there every single day. And he always told me, if it's not fun anymore, it's time to step down. Yeah, and that's, that's so what he true. Did. And he was so kind to me, and I and my heart goes out to Marjorie, who was all, always oh, lovely. Oh, she's yeah. the best. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you for being You're such welcome. a devoted my talker. We love you. You're welcome. God bless, and have a great day, and stay ha- happy and healthy in 2024. <laughs> you too. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Let's go to Jamie on the phones. Hi, Jamie. What's your memory of Ian Punnett? Well, I don't want to say it this way, but um, I moved up from to the cities and he was like another family member and that's what got me listening to the station. I almost was a little um, afraid that when the change of him leaving, I kind of didn't know what the new station would be like and it was hard for me a little bit for a while. Yeah, we were scared too. um, (laughs) He was always so good at coming in at the last minute, so hot, like just boom. He was like oh, sliding yeah. into his seat. Yes, <laughs> he was. And I always remember that. It was like, he's like, he's like running up the stairs. Was, it was just, yeah, it, that, it was a loss when he left. And, but yet yeah. I, I love your, yeah. you know, what yeah. it is. But Thank you, um, Jamie. Wow. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. All right, Missy. We'll give you the last word on the phones. Good morning. What's your memory of Ian Punnett? So we would listen. My kids, um, my two youngest would listen, and we would listen on the way to school. And we were going through a really hard time with one of my daughters, really bad ADHD, and always drawing in class, not paying attention, drawing. And so we met him at a Chuck and Don's, and she had her notebook with her drawing in line and he took such an interest in her with her illustrations and her drawing and he was so encouraging and really took the time to ask her questions about her drawing and really was so just interested and so drawing her out of her shell and questioning and encouraging and telling her you should be an illustrator you should do this and really planting that seed. And that kid now is a sophomore at MCAD studying <gasps> illustration. Wow. And oh. it was instrumental for her. And I just want, I mean, 
what you can do to a child and what you can say to a kid matters. Wow. And being present and really listening and showing interest. And, I mean, he must have spent like a good 10 minutes just focusing on her and looking through her notebook and asking questions. And then we saw him again with his next book. Mm. And we saw him at the fair. And she always had her notebook. And he remembered her. And yeah. it was so important. And I, I am so thankful for him because he saw her. Oh. And it was amazing. That's beautiful. Wow, Missy, thank you so much. That's a beautiful You're way welcome. to uh, and the calls here because, wow, I got the chills. That is incredible, and that is that was one of his many gifts. Like we, we were talking about, it can really hone in and and make you feel very special. Uh, lots of great memories coming through. Uh, memories of uh, Project Down and Dirty when he came. Megan says when he came and surprised everyone and emceed the PD and D reunion. That was so much fun for boot camp. And then uh, just to to end this too. I mean, we've got lots of great messages. We'll find ways to share these because wow, thank you so much for sending these because it's just in, incredible but uh, b arthur our boss amy daniels on our facebook page my talks facebook page uh, wrote about the loss and just want to read a couple lines from this she said he taught the band of misfits in the early days of my talk 1071 to laugh to be professional and to love each other even when we didn't want to do so. He later taught students at several colleges the same. The MyTalk staff have sle- has lost its de facto father, compassionate friend, and one of the most stunningly creative, hilarious, intelligent, and kind people we've known. Whew. That's the truth right there. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Happy New Year, everyone. We are back from some days off. Hope you enjoyed all of our fun replays throughout the year. Fun to uh, chime in once in a while and go, oh yeah, that happens. We're funny. We have our moments, don't we, Holly? Yeah. Yeah. Jason's on vacation. Perk is here with us this morning. Good morning and happy new year. Good morning and happy new year. Yes. Uh, Of course, during that break, we watch a lot of TV, lots and lots of movies. So we've got some movie reviews. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Oh, yeah. Uh, this might take the whole segment because, wow, there's a lot to unpack with Prime's Salt Burn. One word, compound word, Salt Burn. I've seen it. I mean, I haven't seen it, but, oh. I, but I've seen it on my, you know. Yeah, it's recommended like, for you. Trending topic kind of things on oh. the menu. Oh, it is trending. I've, I've seen a couple TikToks on my feed that, that say, what just happened? And it, <laughs> And like yes. you know, people walking out of Saltburn or or are getting done watching Saltburn, and and the reactions on their faces are it's like it's sort of funny and makes me wonder what in the Sam Hill is this thing all about? And you know, yeah. Oh my goodness, Holly, you watched it as well. Yep. Um, what can we say? What in tarnations is this movie Saltburn about? <laughs> so this is a movie, not a series. Correct. This is like a full, like yeah, know, full, full movie. on feature, yep. and and it left you kind of like uh, what questioning your life or what what your life choices or or questioning what? In the- no, I wouldn't say like questioning my own life or choices. Yeah. Uh, it's a dark comedy. Okay. It's a psychological thriller. It is dark <laughs> and twisted and messed up in so many ways. I actually hated it up until the end. 
What I did love about it as we kind of went along is it, it happens in the early 2000s. So there's lots of pop culture references that were really fun because they were kind of about the same age in terms of like, um, you know, going through high school at that time. Well, maybe they were a little bit older because they were in college. But regardless, like, you know, we were teenagers experiencing some of the same music and movies that they referenced. So that part was really fun yeah. because this is set at Oxford University in the mid to the mid aughts. Yeah. So, so like Apple Bottoms jeans, you know, that song was big. But, uh-huh. but Britain. But, mean, but yes, yeah, yes. Okay. MG, there are lots of songs and uh, references to that time where you're like, oh, take me back. Yeah. Take me back. That was super fun, the nostalgia of it all. And uh, there's a young man named Oliver. They're, he's going to Oxford, he doesn't quite fit in. And then uh, his dad dies. And, um, <laughs> well, yeah, so Oliver, uh, he is, you know, look, there's a, this is like a class commentary yeah. based in the UK. Oliver, you know, he's, he's a scholarship student at Oxford and he's not quite fitting in and he pines to be accepted by all the cool kids. And one of the cool kids, the rich kids is Felix. Felix, hottie. Yeah. Hottie. Bobody. Yeah, exactly. And so the two of them eventually become friends and Felix invites Oliver to his estate for the summer, which is called Saltburn. There's the name. Okay. There's the name. That is the aristocratic country estate of Felix and his family. And his family. Wow. Cousin, sister, parents. Very eclectic group. And, um, yeah, lots of stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, lots and, of stuff happens. Um, <laughs> Uh, it felt a little bit usual suspects to me in some ways. I understand that. Once you watch the movie all the way through, I will say twists and turns. But what I did appreciate. Yeah, Yeah, what you really love. About the movie Saltburn is that it sets you up for one narrative and then it goes to another place. And and it was really effective. I was like, you know what? This is this movie directed and written by Emerald Fennel. Mm -hmm. And uh, she did Promising Young Woman. With Carrie Mulligan. Yes. Yes. And so think of that movie. If you've seen that really dark, twisted satire, Emerald Fennel, she really goes there with that. Oh. But she was so effective because I didn't necessarily see the plot twist coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, you did that. Okay. Yeah. And visually, yes, I completely agree. And then visually, too, there's like this hedge like maze. And it just kind of is... Uh, such a metaphor for the whole story of just, you're right, just like thinking one way and then it zigs and zags and it's really delightful in the end. You know, at the end I was like, <laughs> I love this, but I really, uh, leading up to it, there's a lot of like WTF where it's like, whoa, why, huh? Okay, we'll just go with that. We go for the ride. I'm glad that I finished and didn't just decide to abandon ship uh before that and um like freaky deaky some, kind of stuff like oh oh yeah oh, okay, okay, sexual, okay okay yeah, yeah all right, all right, all right um there's some i just don't dancing. like yeah don't spoil too much right, right. Like, there's, yeah. there's some dancing <laughs> <laughs> yes there is some dancing okay well right so you know and oliver you know they set it up like this we do have class uh class is not demonstrated in a way in America as it is in the United Kingdom. It is very rigid. There are hierarchies. And so Oliver, you know, he's a scholarship student and his dad dies and he doesn't have any family and he's kind of embarrassed about, you know, he tries to dress a certain way. He's just not quite fitting in. But Felix embraces him and they become true friends. 
And then Oliver goes to Saltburn for the summer. And then that's where things get complicated. Yes. Yes. That's where the class differences show up. They also, you know, there's a lot of mm, strongly suggestive scenes. This is not for the kids. No, oh, do, do not do watch it with okay. children. Oh, don't, okay. don't even watch it with your adult children because then you'll just get that secondhand embarrassment where you're all sitting there and you have oh, to. Oh. This is like that scream with Tori Spelling humping the ceiling. What? You don't want to watch that with your mom and dad. What What movie did Tori oh, Spelling um, have? It, it was scary. One, oh, I'm sorry. It was one of the scary movies. You're yeah. right. It wasn't scream. It was one of the scary movies. Oh, say the, the comedic parody. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Or even like um, Bruno. Oh, I watched Borat with my parents oh. in the movie theater. Oh, oh. So I'm just letting you know. At least you were is, in the dark. Yeah. It's, you could bury your face in the popcorn. That's true. But I'm just saying, oh. don't watch Saltburn as a family movie. Even if you That's were an adult point. and you're watching it with your adult parents or a caregiver or whoever, yeah. these are the kinds of things that maybe you just don't want to watch together. It's not a bonding experience necessarily. Yeah, it was kind of like, I'll catch you afterward. Yeah. We watch separately and then we'll, we will do like a, a movie club. Thank you. And talk about it. That's such a yeah. good point, Holly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. really happy I watched it by myself because even with my husband, it might be like, whoa. <laughs> oh, I watched it with my husband. And he oh, was yeah. just like, what just happened? Yeah, right. I'm trying to, to explain it to him. I'm like, well, there's a lot of gray area in this movie, and it's open to interpretation. But I will say, yes. you know what? Saltburn on Amazon Prime, it's streaming right now. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. It's getting award season buzz. Yeah, oh, so this absolutely. is going to be on your bingo card. If you're somebody who likes to follow the Oscars, yeah, we've got the Golden Globes. Yeah, that's coming right. up in a hot second. Soon. Right, in like a couple weeks or so. It might be happening on Sunday. Let me double check. Oh, it might, it might be Sunday. Well, you know what? Whenever it is, we're ready, okay? And we'll yeah. let you know. <laughs> because this movie did receive a couple of Golden Globe nominations. Yeah. Sunday. Oh, I can see that. This Sunday. Oh, it is Sunday. Oh, yeah. What is time? Remember, okay. it moved over to CBS. I mean, look, we are, we are in it. Yeah. So we'll definitely be covering that, of course, on Monday. And yeah, uh, if Saltburn takes any of those prizes, because, oh, my goodness. I know. And Saltburn is one of those movies. It's kind of it's hard to discuss, one, because yeah. we're regulated by the FCC. And two, <laughs> we don't want to spoil anything. We don't want to spoil anything for you because there was a genuine surprise, at least in my in my interpretation of I thought the movie was going in one direction. And then about halfway through. Things take a 180. Oh, yeah. And ultimately, with that ending, Alexis, you were satisfied? Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, I love this. <laughs> but right, literally right up into it, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't know where this is too twisted, too dark, too messed up. I mean, it is. It absolutely is. Right. But uh, it, it all kind of comes together in a nice way. And nice is not really the right word there. But, yeah, there is Satisfying. resolution. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Woo! And I was also very um, distracted by the font in the beginning because every letter was that really like calligraphy red um, and it like covered most of the screen for the first minute or so. Uh, anyway, that was a whole nother random thing. But I'm trying to think of things that we can mention. <laughs> uncomfortable font. It doesn't quite give it all away. It yeah. was a little, I felt uncomfortable with that font. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. Saltburn on Prime. If you've seen it, uh, please, you know, send us some messages because, oh. We will be definitely talking about this after the show, not on the air. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Saltburn. Wow. Rated R. 
<laughs> Rightfully so. Hard, hard R, yeah, sounds like. Very, okay. Capital very, letter, okay. bold, fancy font. Yes. Uh, when we come back, we're going to check in with our friend Liz and see what she's up to. And Alexis in the morning, my talk 1071. Happy New Year. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. Eric Perkins, The Perk with us this morning. Jason is on vacation. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we just got talking about Saltburn on Prime. I just want to quickly read these emails uh, because we've got some reactions, too, from my talkers, especially with the advice of not watching it with your children. You can. Oh, of course. But you're just going to get some she. Yeah. Hardcore yeah. she. Secondhand embarrassment. And also, like we say this with everything, you know, for recommending movies or whatnot to, you know, know thy child. And know thyself, you know? Uh, like Rachel, she loved Saltburn. She says that, yes, uh, it was, when it's over, you're like, wow, that was good. Visually stunning, incredible acting. She says, I did watch it with my young adult, 20 year old son and his girlfriend. And she enjoyed it because they could process it together. She says, my son likes artsy movies and deep themes in movies, so I don't think it was too awkward for us, but maybe he feels differently. <laughs> maybe you should ask him, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. See what he says. And then there's John. I said it kind of gives like usual suspect vibes. He says it's like a dark, comedic, talented Mr. Ripley, which I think is a great comparison as well absolutely and julie says sulper not what i expected i was starting to question it um well she goes into some of the different plot lines here but she says holy moly (laughs) at the end (laughs) and couldn't agree more julie oh uh so there you go sulper share your thoughts with us twitter email but right now we're going to check in with our friend liz Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. Delightful lady. She's a sweetie. Well, I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Hey, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> How been are you? Been a while. <laughs> it really has been. Jason is on vacation, so he'll check in with you when he comes back. Okay. Um, but Eric Perkins is hanging out with Holly and me this morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, Liz. Well, Happy New Year to you. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good, uh, considering everything that's been going on. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Have you been able to spend some time with your friend Franny and other friends? Oh, yes. And by the way, folks, thank you for the Christmas present. I have never had so much chocolate at one time in my life. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, we That's know you love the chocolate. stuff, too. <laughs> it's like Augustus Gloop diving in the chocolate river, probably. Uh, but what- Oh, yeah. We wanted to make sure you had enough to share, Liz. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was really wonderful. It didn't come until, you know, after I had talked to you that day, uh, so I'm sorry I couldn't say thank you last time, but I really thank you all now. Oh, you're so sweet. Of course. Well, we didn't want to get there too early, you know. <laughs> so I'm glad that, that was... A, it was a nice treat. How did you How did you ring in the new year there, yeah. Liz? Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I rang it in by going to bed early because my back <laughs> hurt so bad. I had some... <laughs> So I went to bed about 8 (laughs) o'clock. It's a happy new year, everybody. Good night. There you go. That's about what it came to. Well, I think we had all very similar New Year's Eve stories as well. So you are among friends here who just decided, oh, we're tired. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I stay up all night when I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, my friend who lives in Charlotte, you know, she went to a bar with her husband, uh-huh. and the, the bar celebrates the ball drop at 9 p.m. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And I thought, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, that is amazing. And as a bar owner, I think that's actually pretty brilliant, right? Because then yeah. hopefully they'll stay, stay around, right, and keep drinking. Okay. Something like that. Well, I gather this year that they really went out of their way to have some uh, more buses and things out there for people to ride, get home in if they were overly filled with liquor. <laughs> so, yeah, good point. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I was really glad to hear that. You know, people wouldn't make bad decisions about that. So <laughs> yeah, no, that absolutely. Has your uh, decorations and everything come down? Because I know you you do quite an elaborate. Yeah, you said you had an animal theme oh, right. this year. Yes, my Christmas tree was filled with all my little animals this year. I dedicated to the animals of the world. <laughs> oh, do you keep, is it still out then, or is it uh, slowly oh, yeah. but surely? It's still there. I'm planning on taking it down in the next couple of days. <laughs> but I like looking at the animals, so I've been, I, they're kind of fun to look at. They're so sweet. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we're going to keep ours up through for sure the, through the weekends. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. at my house, the three wise men and the camels come visit. Because <laughs> that's how my husband, he would leave water and, and grass out for the camels. Okay. Well, there you go. Because the three right. wise men can get whatever they wanted, so they don't get treats like right. Santa. They've I have already surprised. got myrrh and frankincense. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second, you don't leave cookies out for the three wise men? He's like, no, we care about the camels. I'm like, all right. Yeah, the three wise men, they got their electrolytes down. Don't worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about the people. Just worry about the animals. Yeah, exactly. They're doing all the hard work. They just sit there. Yeah. Yes. So then, yeah. Then after that, we'll we'll be taking it down. But it is it is really fun. I, I like to keep them up too, especially the lights because it's just so yeah, beautiful. I like the lights. So. And I bet in your building too, they've made it really festive, huh? Well, that they didn't make it that festive this year because they couldn't buy the Christmas trees at first. Oh. It took them a while to find the trees. Well, we have a new manager, and she's a really nice lady, but she had to find out where everything was, you know, and so it took a while. Where are the trees? Where did the trees (laughs) go to? (laughs) Well, we found them, and they were all decorated up very nicely. The theme was gold this year, so they were covered all over with these cute cute little uh, baby globes, you know, (laughs) Oh, like little disco balls? How cute is that? Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then we had a great big Christmas uh, luncheon on the Friday before Christmas. And then, boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you, they (laughs) put us up to to the kazoo. Boy, oh, boy. And we each received a personalized gift. Oh. You know, they figured out what we each liked, and we each got a gift on the basis of what we liked. I couldn't believe it. Okay, well, we've got to ask, what did you get? I, would you believe, I love uh, blankets and quilts and things like that. And one of our staff members had crocheted a blanket for me. Oh, my goodness. Oh. gorgeous. I just love the thing. It's a, it's, you know, it's a white with blue in it of course blue is my favorite color and so she had stripes of blue in it and i you it's big enough so i can drape it over my shoulders to stay warm (laughs) and i've been living in it (laughs) what a great gift 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that she takes the trouble to do that, I can't believe it. I'm just absolutely thrilled. So. <laughs> oh, handmade gifts are the best, and it keeps you nice and toasty as well. Yeah, Lots exactly. of work. Yeah, so what do so you I think should... of salt burn? <laughs> no, never mind, never mind, never mind. That's another. That was another topic. For we, we, Liz, to. we watched a movie by we meaning me and Alexis over the holiday break. There's a new movie called Saltburn, which is streaming on Amazon Prime and it's getting a lot of award season buzz. And you know, hey, uh, I had uh, I heard you talking about it. What is it about? I have no well, idea. Oh, that's a whole nother oh. can of worms. We don't need to open again. <laughs> Well, we can give you the logline of it's about an Oxford University student who doesn't feel like he fits in with the upper class folks, but he eventually makes friends with this guy named Felix, who's basically a modern aristocrat, and Felix invites Oliver to his estate Saltburn for the summer. Yeah. All sorts of twists and turns from that point on. Yeah. that's let's, oh, We yes. can just leave it at that. Oh, I, I gather the twists and tur- turns are way out of this world, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's dark and, oh. and fun, but uh, does come together very nicely. And uh, it's always fun to talk to you, Liz. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. It's right. nice talking with you all. You have a good week. You too. Okay. We love you. Bye, Liz. Love you back. Uh, we met Liz through Friends & Co., formerly Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly. When we come back, am I the asshat? Have a wedding situation I want to ask you guys about. It's all next on My Talk 1071. for my family at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. The new year always means resolutions. You know, you try to eat healthier. You try to be better. A lot of you will do a dry January. Well, you've heard us talk about it. Uh, The the fact of the matter is non-alcoholic bevies are hot. They are trendy. And Red Cow and Red Rabbit, they have you. They have you. Let me tell you, they both, Red Cow and Red Rabbit, feature a spirit-free, old-fashioned, uh-huh, And they have a year-round, well-rounded, spirit-free list. Uh, I'm not kidding. They are so good. You will feel so special in the month of January, February, March, April, beyond just dry January. And if you're trying to eat healthy in the new year, they have you too. Red Cow's Poke Bowls are amazing. So, new year, new you. Same red rabbit, same red cow. Run to them today.